0: Hallelujah. We thank God for another opportunity to come before him. Somebody said, I was glad when he said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And I believe it is the best place to be. Amen. Shall we pray? Mighty Father, we thank you this evening that we are gathered before you. We want to hear you speak to direct our path, to give us understanding, to lift us up to another level, and above all things to reveal to us that which you have done for us through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Disabuse our minds and take away all manner of things that we have settled for in the past, that our thoughts will align with your word. We pray in the name of Jesus that you reign in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. This evening we are talking about the kingdom of God as a treasure. Now a treasure is something that is of value to the one who possesses it. And it's possible that we can have something that is of value, but we may not know that that thing is worth so much. In the Bible, Genesis chapter 25, we hear of a gentleman called Esau. How many would like to name their son Esau here? I'm here to find one. But this gentleman had a treasure if you read Genesis 25, 30 to 33, you will see the account. He had a brother who was wise enough to perceive that which he had. Tonight I pray that God will reveal to you and I the treasure that he has given us in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, this gentleman said to his brother, he needed something to eat. As simple as food. Something as simple as food. He said to him. That because he was so hungry. He was willing to let go. That which God had given him. In order that his brother. Would bless him with a plate of food. May he not be so with you and I. The Bible says that he said. If you go to verse 31. He said. Ah, I am hungry about to die. But 31 he said, Jacob said to him, sell me your birthright as of this day. And then 32 he said to him in reply, that look, I am about to die. So what is this birthright to me? Friends, there are times that some of us who have come to the Lord can stoop so low because we don't know what God has given us. And I pray that God will reveal to us the treasure that we have through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So it is important for us to understand what we have received from God. That's the gift of Jesus. In order to appreciate the value of God's love. Pastor Joe said, God's love is what? It's what? It's reckless. Reckless love. Love that does not restrain anything from us. And when God has blessed us with so much, it is possible if we don't understand what we have received from God to discount it so low for a plate of food. Now, it's God's God. A great price to deliver the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. In fact, when you read First Peter chapter one, and I wanted, I want us to take it in the message version. First Peter chapter one, verse eighteen and nineteen. Peter explained that it cost God plenty to get out of that debt, to get us out. Now, take it again. It cost God plenty to get you, you and I, out of that dead end, that empty-headed life we grew up in. 19, he paid with Christ's sacred blood. You know, he died like an unblemished sacrifice. So it, got, it cost God all that he had. In fact, John three sixteen that we, we like quoting says that for God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only, if somebody gives the only item he has in order to establish something, I bet that thing must be valuable. And tonight we must discern what God has given unto us through Jesus' coming. Hallelujah. And so, the blood of Jesus was that which God had to appeal for. He had to ask him to come to spill his blood in order that we will receive this kingdom. Now, the irony of the matter is this. When Peter was comparing this thing, he said he did not uh, redeem us with corrupt. Corruptible seed in verse 23. But he said that the blood of Jesus, Jesus who knew not sin, had to come die in our place in order that we will receive. In fact, the kingdom that God had prophesied about long ago will come to us. And I believe when somebody spends that much in order to get you something, you cannot take it for granted. And it's about time that we appreciate What God has done for us. Hallelujah. Therefore we have received this kingdom. That costs God a great deal. And I believe that you agree. That if somebody pays so much. For something. And is given to us. We should be people who can identify that what we have received is of great price. In the airline industry, we have classes. Somebody will say, if you don't have money, you say, it doesn't matter where I sit, I'll get to my destination. Well, we have first class, we have business class, and we have the other class. Now, I can tell you that one seat in first class can buy about 15 or 20 in economic class. Don't tell me first class is not good because you don't have the money to buy a first class seat. First class seat is good. If you ever enjoy the service in the first class, even if you don't eat the food at all, you will like it. Now, Jesus was sent to us by God to give us a first class service. And amazingly, we have not identified with the ethics of first class. So some of us are seated in first class and yet we are behaving as though we are in an economical class. I pray that our understanding will come to us so that we will identify with what God has done for us. Now when people don't know what they have, they discount it for anything. Indeed in the, in the, in the case of Israel, it was a place for, of food. But when people know what they have, it doesn't matter the situation and the circumstances, they will hold on to what they have. Hallelujah. If you have a Rolls Royce, you are not going to go to Circle and say you are loading Suhum Suhum In fact, if you go there with your uh, Rolls Royce or Lamborghini or whatever, and you say that ah, I'm going to Suhum or Suhum, ah, I have Mr. crack on board, the people will take you for. Something else. Hallelujah. So now, what is important to know here is that we have come to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. But we are not fully aligning ourselves with the ethics of the class that God through Jesus has elevated us to. And that is the worry. And that is what we are talking about tonight before we go home. For some of us, a little trial, a little accusation, a little something can make us decide that we will not sit on our seat. We will reject the, bus- uh, the first class or the business class and go to economy. Turn your Bibles with me, please. To John chapter 11, sorry, Matthew chapter 11. I want us to read something concerning John. Now, John's situation as we're speaking was said that you can say that at certain times of our lives, because of the circumstances, it is okay to bend the rules, but I bet to differ. So we go to um, Matthew chapter 11, we're reading from verse 11. Let me just take 11 and 12. Assuredly, I say unto you, among those born of women, there has not risen a, a one greater than John the Baptist. But the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. Praise the Lord. John the Baptist, if you read from verse uh, 1, the same chapter, verse 1, verse 2, you will see the description that uh, Jesus had to give after John sent the message to Jesus. John, as we're speaking, as they went, uh, he sent the disciples to Jesus, was faced with a situation which was very, very difficult. He heard about what Jesus was doing. Jesus was healing the sick. Jesus was performing so many miracles. But John found himself in prison. Friends, if we don't know what we have, trials and temptations will come. And we will call it Christ. And leave where God has positioned us. And I pray that God will give us understanding. Now, when John sent his disciples to to Jesus, his message was simply this. I want to know if you are the one that we are expecting, the one that was to come, or we should expect somebody else. There are times in our lives that when we go through certain difficulties and trials and temptations in our lives, if we are not careful to understand that God has given us the best that we can ever lay hands on, we may be like John and question whether our faith is really what we need, or we should look for something else. This afternoon I heard something very sad. There's a gentleman who I hear lives in the States. And a certain pastor here, I won't mention his name, but that guy I tell you. The guy knows this gentleman and he called him in the States and said that, He's been attacked in the spirit and he's about to die. And what can rescue him is $10,000, which must be received immediately. So this gentleman boarded a plane and is in Ghana. Indeed, it's in Accra. So he came unexpected and told his father about the reason why he had to come at short notice. And the father said, can you give me the money I want to count? So he took the money and counted it, and it was 10000 And he looked straight into the eyes and said, what about them? The, the man was telling the coconut seller when I packed. He said, you are out of your senses. So now this gentleman, coconut seller, I've been witnessing to. So when he saw me, he said, very good. Now I know somebody who can explain the situation to us. So he asked me, sir, what do you think about this scenario? This pastor, he mentioned the name, said this, we should bring, the gentleman should bring 10000 so that he will pray for him concerning his situation. And so he is here, $10,000. His father is the one standing here, and we want to know what your view is. And I said, does he know the Lord? Oh, he's a Christian. I said, does he know that Jesus came to die for him? He said, that one, I can attest that he knows it because he says that, he has received the Lord as his personal Savior. I said, does he know what God through Jesus came to do? Does he know the gift that God gave to him that at the mention he, as he is, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord? He said, that one I cannot tell. I said to him. And the sad thing that he was, he, 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 the gentleman lacked understanding, so he was just condemning all churches and all pastors. I said, wait a minute, a minute. The fact that there's a quack doctor in the corner doesn't mean that when you are sick, you should not go to the hospital. It is up to you to serve God acceptably, and then when you call upon the name of your Lord, He will be quick to de- to receive, to hear your your cries, your petition, and deliver you from your situation. Ten thousand dollars cannot do anything for you if the devil is on your heels. Indeed. $10,000 plus another $20,000 may even send, send you quicker to your grave. Because you might have borrowed and people will be chasing you. So, this is a person who knows, who thinks that he knows God and says he's a Christian and somebody calls him up and he comes to Ghana because he's been told that he's going to die and $10,000 will save his life. Brothers and sisters, what God did through Jesus, It is valuable. It is valuable. It is something precious. Until we get this understanding, situations may... Now we are talking about this, this gentleman and you laughing. But I am convinced that until you get this understanding, some situations may come into your life and you may behave like him or like Esau. The, the reason is this. Is this. That when a person is pushed to the wall, he is willing to do anything to go scot-free or to free himself. But when you know that, that which you have, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, situations will come and you will not shake. Jesus sent a message to John the Baptist. He said, John, the blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear, the dead are risen. The lepers are cleansed. They are healed. John, the kingdom I brought is loaded. Brothers and sisters, our kingdom is loaded with goodies. What God has done for us in Christ, is loaded with everything good. Jesus said, when you seek first this kingdom and its righteousness, all these goodies will be added unto you. So we don't need any other thing than this kingdom. That is why we must strive Jude verse 3 says that we must strive contend for our faith. So the, the point I'm trying to establish here by the word of God is that the value that God had to pay for the kingdom, the cost was so high. And I'm convinced that this treasure, this kingdom is valuable. Hallelujah. Point number two is that When we come to God, the reason why some people veer off the road like this gentleman's case that I heard of this afternoon is that when we come to God, we should not assume that difficulties may not arise. The Bible says in Psalm 30, I think verse 5, that weeping may endure for a night. It may be that you are in your night, but I'm convinced that your morning is coming. In the kingdom, there is a time for a morning season. When difficulties come, don't run out because outside there's nothing good to lay hands on. All the good things that we can lay hands on are in the kingdom. Whether or not we are enjoying what we have now or or, or not, the issue is that the kingdom is the only place where goodness and mercy can follow you. Hallelujah. And so, second point is that situations may arise like John's case? You may find yourself in a prison now, but don't run out because your morning will soon come. Hallelujah. You will go through your situation, though it's tiring, wait for the redemption of the Lord, because in the kingdom we cannot we cannot fail. Hallelujah. So when we, we understand it this way, then we can agree with the scripture in Romans chapter 8, that indeed when the situation becomes tough, we can say that what can separate us from the love of God? Shall persecution, trials, or temptations? No. Because we know that, as we heard in the song of Pastor Joe, this love is so good. This love is a reckless love. This love will restrain nothing from us. This love will stop at nothing until... We are delivered from our situation. Don't allow anything to separate you from the kingdom of God. First Peter chapter 2. Verse 18, verse 19. I want us to read that section. First Peter chapter 2, please. New King James. He says that you who... Servants, from verse 18. Servants, be submissive to your own masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the harsh. Verse 19. For this is commendable, if because of conscience toward God, one endures grief, suf- grief suffering wrongfully. So it, it tells us, it actually opens up the issue. That when we come to God, sometimes it's not because we have done anything wrong. We can suffer persecution. Indeed, even in the church, you can suffer persecution in your own uh, home. The Bible says, a man's enemies shall be those of his own kindred. You can suffer persecution. That doesn't change the fact that the kingdom that we have received is valuable. So you see that when we come to God, it is possible to suffer wrongfully. But the Bible says, when we suffer wrongfully, and I believe this is what the issue is. If something happens, and we are right, and people are wrong, and yet we are suffering, the test is not on the people, the test is on us. If we understand that the, 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 the value of this kingdom is so high, we are willing to be insulted. We are ready to be hated. In fact, we cannot be bothered when we are not appreciated. Because the issue is that when God called us and blessed us with this kingdom, the kingdom itself is so loaded so much that when you don't get certain things from somewhere, don't worry because the kingdom principle is that when we suffer a little after we have gone through things, because of him, God will, sh- will surely come through for us. Hallelujah. So our, our point, where we must come to is, regardless of our circumstances, we will stay put and abide before the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because of this, we faint not. Sometimes the going can be very rough. I heard of somebody's experience the other day, and the thing is rough. It's rough like rough road in Accra now, very rough. And when we started analyzing the thing, the matter is that said that you cannot put your hand on anything. At the point, we had to stop and pray. There are times that we can go through situations, but I can tell you, when we tarry. And we patiently endure. God will come through. You see when we face situations. I have come to understand it for myself. That when I face situations. And I am being handled. Treated wrongfully. It is up to me to pass the test. I become now the candidate. The other person. Can be the examiner or whoever. It doesn't matter where. It is coming from. I must pass the test. When I am being oppressed. When I'm being cheated, I must pass the test. You must pass the test. One of the kingdom ethics is that we have no license to misbehave because the other person did uh, wrong to us. No! About 20 in 2016, I had to do something that I needed money for. And uh, I was going to travel, so I sent my son to go to somebody and take I called and the fellow said, yo, you you can come for it. So I went for 6,000, which is 60 million. I think 60 million, isn't it? 60 million CDs. And amazingly, when the person was giving the money to the gentleman in presence of my son, I never set eyes on the money. God used the person to tell that artisan, uncle, make sure you do the job for the man. That was the last time I heard of the guy. Yes, A, indeed. That is 60 million, And I had to pay from my salary. Small, small. I finished paying. Now, the other day, I went, I was going through a certain lane, and I met him. So I made a turn. My heart was beating like this. Kim, 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 kim. And my plumber was in the car with me. With another gentleman, they said, say, and then they're the car, So we went, I crossed him, came very close to him, and I said, Can you please stop? And he was shocked that it was me in the car. And I got down. But as I walked towards him, a message came to my heart. Wouldn't you rather be cheated? When we come to this kingdom, sometimes we should allow ourselves to be cheated. The only thing I could do, in fact, humanly speaking, was that I should use the young man in my car to take the car from the guy or go to his shop. In fact, the other time they said we should go to his shop and take all his machines. And I was thinking, wouldn't you rather be cheated? Several times that I've seen him, wouldn't you rather be cheated? Then I remembered that when we come to Christ, sometimes there can be crisis. But in the kingdom, there are goodies. So instead of going out there and fighting him, and somebody see me and say, "Hey, suffer," and then they all butchered there, I said I will let him take the sixty million. I finished paying after all. But I can tell you, at the project site, letter by letter, God uses some means to give me heavy discounts. People come to my aid and offer to help. And I, start, I started quantifying how much I have gained over time from 2016 till now. And I saw that I have, ha, I have received more than 60 million and still counting. When we come to Christ, the principles in this kingdom is that you have no justification to misbehave. And I'm learning slowly. And I think that sometimes, sometimes I, I tell myself that if I had known some of the things I know now, some of the mistakes I did in the past wouldn't have happened. I said to somebody, Hey, what's all? They're all party. they be a Because you have no idea where I'm coming from. Said, ah. If you see me smallish like this, ah, I could fight three people, three in one. You can't stop. Until one day, my, my mom told me that when I was young, my father bought this. There used to be Alata for, you know, they used to come here selling Mami Alata. And I said, "But be a, a, a correct part. And what was it? He said, it was a lion's bone. So my mother said, they bought the lion's bone and put it in my bucket. And when they have to bath, they will pour the water on it and then wash me with it. So one day when I charged in the house, my mother expressed her fears that I did a so, growing up, I knew this thing in me. But I thought that, no, the, the the violence must take it by force. So, when I even came to Christ, there were certain things. Eh, from the beginning, yeah, you will not you not uh, there. But gradually, when I understood that the wrath of man will not whet the righteousness of God, I am being cheated. And I'm surprised at myself that sometimes people cheat me and go free. And I looked my, at, at them and I shake my hand and I said, I said the other day, indeed, I come, call. this is not me anymore. Somebody else is living in me. Because hitherto, I would have, I, oh, I would have reduced that guy's worship to the ground. In this kingdom, there are principles. Brothers and sisters, when we come, it is sad that we cannot relate as brethren sometimes. Because somebody did something. The Bible said in Acts, I think Acts 11, Acts 11 or Acts 12, when Peter was arrested. That the brethren were together with one accord praying for Peter. Why? Because, as at the time, when one is touched, the whole group is touched. When one was hungry, the whole group hungered. When one was in trouble, the whole group was in trouble. And that is the kind of thing that we have been called up to. If this understand, understanding comes to us, people will wrong us in the church. Certain things will happen, and we will not be offended. Indeed, for John, Jesus said, go and tell him what you are seeing. The kingdom is here, it is loaded. The kingdom is at work. Blessed is he that is not offended because of me. May you and I accept this fact. And decide that we will not be offended anymore. Hallelujah. When we come to this place. And we are unable to reveal this kingdom principles. And allow these principles to work. It's an evidence that we have not understood. The value of what we have received. When we come here, in fact, when something happens to us outside, this should be the place that we must come to. The first person to call should be a brother or a sister. It should not be said that if I tell somebody my case tomorrow, it will be a public news. No, it should not be. When the people heard about this, Peter's pos- position, they did not say, ah, who They did not call somebody to say, hey, what did you No, but with one accord and with the concern that they had for their brother, they prayed and heaven heard. When we pray together like that, heaven will hear us. And the Bible said, Peter thought he was alone. Indeed, in this kingdom, when you think you are alone, you are not alone. Because God sent his angels to be with him. There are times that we walk through situations and our mind is like, Maybe this thing is not going to work with you alone. But no, the fact that you are not seeing doesn't mean that nobody is there. God is with us. In the middle of the night, when the security were all over him, the angel of the Lord was with him, rescued him. When you have time, read Acts chapter 12. And the Bible said that when Peter came to his senses, I think verse 11 says that when Peter came to his, his senses, Brother Peter, not in a bar and sworn And when Peter had come to himself, when he came to his senses, one of these days you come to your senses and write and realize that God has rescued you from your problems. When you continue with the kingdom principles. Indeed, I have come to realize that if I don't make it to heaven, it's not Jesus' fault. It's my fault. The reason why I'm saying this is that look at what he came to do. He gave us all things that pertains to godliness. He has empowered us with all the things that we need to make it to the other end. It doesn't mean that, that today if uh, everything is good, tomorrow troubles may not come. No. As I grow around and I see people of other parts of the world, I have realized that human beings are all the same. Wherever you go, from here to India to Bangladesh to wherever, the value is the same. We all have problems. We have issues. That is why when somebody falls, faults, or does something against us, we should be patient. Bible says be patient. James chapter five and verse seven. Read down to to eleven. You will see how. James tries to lay out some of the principles that must be found amongst us. Because in the kingdom, our attitude and behavior must be different from those outside us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this kingdom is the one kingdom that passes all. And before I run up, I want to make this statement. that. The afflictions we are going through as compared to what we can get is light. In fact, it's like putting a coin in uh, those days, uh, we call it what? Jackpot machine. One coin. And then it start to vomit so much for you. So the Bible says, cause not light affliction. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 you will see. That is why in verse 16, he says that therefore, we faint not. I pray that we will not faint. I pray that in spite of what we are going through, you will not faint. But you hold on and serve in this kingdom. It is sad when we come together and we don't see brethren. And yet, we have all the time to call other people and gossip that we cannot follow up a brother. A brother made a statement the other day. He said, many years ago, I didn't know this is what was going to happen. But many years ago, I followed him up, and today he is standing and working for God. So he made a statement. He said that when I was a truant, one day this gentleman came to follow me up. And as my manner was and is, if I start to follow you up, you will not like me very much. I will come in the morning. I'll come in the afternoon. If, if Before church, I'll go. If he doesn't come after church, I'll pass by. So, somehow, my persistence worried him, and he decided to come anyway. And when he started coming, God touched him. And today, he is working for God. So, when he made a statement, I was wondering. Then I remembered what I used to do. I would leave home a little bit earlier and pass through his end. If I go to encourage him to come and doesn't come after church, I'll still go early and pass through his end. So he realized that So why don't I just go? And when I go, I'll preach. If you won't come and listen, I'll take the word we hear here or in church and go and preach to him. And I realized that when we come to the kingdom, so must be our manner. We must be our brother's keeper. I pray that the understanding of where we have come to will come to us. This treasure, we can only treasure this kingdom when we know the cost that God had to pay. And as we read from the uh, message version, it said that God paid a big price. And I believe that when we have so done The understanding has come to us. Now, we can go through situations and not deny the Lord. We will not be discouraged. We will not faint. Hallelujah. Tonight, I don't know what your situation is like. I don't know where you are standing at the moment. But a simple prayer, I would desire that will become your prayer topic henceforth. Is that Lord, make me appreciate what you have done for me through Christ. If that becomes your prayer and your style of living, nothing will offend you. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 10 says something beautiful. Last scripture. Matthew 5 and verse 10. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for this is the kingdom of heaven. Again, referring to the kingdom. So when understanding, the understanding comes to us this way. That what we are doing, we are not serving man, we are not doing it for anybody, we are doing it for ourselves. Things will happen, and yet we will not be offended. I pray that our coming to church will not be like a social gathering. Gradually the church of God is being reduced to a social gathering. It's like Apeja Makuo, or Obame Makuo, or a Sunyai Makuo. You know, it's, it's being reduced to a social gathering setup, but it is not. This gathering is unto God. Hallelujah. Where we come and trust God, that we will receive from God something. I pray that as we go home tonight, we will start having a different mindset towards what God has done for us through Christ Jesus. When a kingdom is worth something for you, You will not decide to go to a funeral when there's a convention. No, you won't do that. You can't do that. But there are are people who will not invite me when it's Sunday or when they know I have some. They will not even do it because they know the obvious answer is no. Or you can go. I will come later. Jesus said, after all, let the dead bury their dead. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I think something must change in our minds and our hearts from tonight. The value of what we have received of God is so much that we cannot discount it and cause it to be so low. And I pray that this will stick to our hearts. Can you bow your heads and I want us to say a prayer or we pray a certain kind of prayer tonight. Certainly, we have all gone through situations before in our lives that might have caused us to think that somehow coming to church, serving God, is just like belonging to a group, social group. It's one of those meetings. No. But tonight, as we have learned in this short time, we were purchased with a price. What God used to bring the kingdom to us is incorruptible. You cannot compare silver and gold to it. It is valuable. When this understanding comes to us, we will change. Something will change. Our service to God will change. I want you to say a prayer for yourself and for us. As a body of Christ. The Lord. Take away the Israel spirit from us. Where we look down on the things of God. Because we want our comfort. Or we want to just get what we want by all means. So we use any kind of buga to get it. No. God should give us understanding concerning this. That this kingdom is valuable. It is worth dying for. It is worth suffering falsely for. It's worth being cheated for. It's worth being insulted for. Some of us don't have room for that at all. It is worth being laughed at. It is worth being persecuted for. Open your mouth and say a prayer to God. This one, I need your help. I need your help. I cannot do it by myself. When you are involved, I will be able to do it. Talk to God at this time. Yes someone shepherd I Oh Yes. Sao o shepherd, oh ma entutu. Yesu bese. Assim eu ia É maravilhoso Mãe e tu tu Ó Saul Na domásia Jesus bese Saúnhèvre Ó bemã Assim Jesus, someone won't shepherd oh, all my mind I see oh, yeah. yes, e oh, oh, yeah. and wow, wow, cool my to two ah sawo she now do masia yesu basé sawo she frère oh béma así my to to that's your prayer tonight sawonse na domasia yesu bese sawonse brethren oh baba asii i want us to rise to our feet yesu bese sawonse brethren oh baba Assim. Oh Jesus, eu sei. Sauso saber I see Assim. Oi. Enchia-me awa com tu Let us lift up our voices and pray that we will not run away. We will not quit. We will not be troubled. We will not give up. But we'll continue to abide in this kingdom. Regardless of what we are facing and what we are seeing or what we are hearing, we know, we know that our Redeemer liveth. Lift up your voice and pray. That God, it doesn't matter what I'm seeing now. It doesn't matter where I find myself now. I, I know that in your kingdom there are goodies, there are good things. The blind are seeing. The deaf are hearing. Lepers are being cleaned. Oh God, the death are being raised back to life. I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not run away. I will not be despair. I will not run as if, away as if there is a hopeless situation. But Lord, I will continue to trust in your word. I will continue to abide in the kingdom. This kingdom is all that I need to make it to the other side. Lord, there are some of us with difficult situations... We are praying that God will come to our aid. Our hearts will not be broken. We will not give up, but we will tarry and trust God to the end. Pray for somebody. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Pray for the church. Pray for our leaders. Pray for the nation. There are situations that sometimes is so easy if we don't have this understanding. To conclude that in this is a hopeless situation, but we know God is faithful. Jesus said to John, John, you have no problem, the kingdom is working. There are things in the kingdom you will benefit from it. It doesn't matter the situation now, there is hope for tomorrow, there's hope for the future. God will change our situations as long as we are tied under this kingdom, as long as we live and reside in the kingdom. His goodness and mercy will follow us wherever we go Wherever we go Aba enende nee yeho wa Umona potofo yida gwa betwa Nu mona Ina Beyawon fahudi Oh muona Oh this is your prayer tonight. Sing it unto the Lord. Womona, what of you? No mona, what of you? You know, baby, lift up your hands unto Jesus, Oh God. Yeah, oh I bind in. O, I in. it in. And you who are. the, Woman, you know, be young, about Yinara peɲawo faudi abande de Ah Umuna muona wo muona a otofo Yinara peɲawo faudi abande de ne wo ye everlasting father we have come into this kingdom by your mercies and grace lord you paid a heavy price to redeem us we are convinced lord that in this kingdom we have all that we need Indeed, sometimes we will be facing situations that are difficult. But in you we have our redemption. Father, help us. We need your help. At this time, we need your help, Lord. Don't let us, oh God, give up and turn up from you. Help us. Because we save you who? Delivered us. Whilst we were yet sinners. Father we pray for strength. We pray for understanding. That this is a treasure. We will hold on to. And not allow any pettiness. Any other thing. To separate us from your love. Help us O oh God. Let this sink deep into our spirits tonight. We pray Lord. Anyone who is wounded by something, by a situation, anyone whose spirit is wounded, Lord, we pray for healing in the name of Jesus. Anyone who is angered by a situation, we pray for healing tonight, Lord. Heal us individually. Heal us collectively as a church. Heal us, O God. And restore us unto yourself. Because... You are our Redeemer. Our precious Redeemer. Tonight, Lord, there are situations beyond our control. But what is impossible to man, with you, God, all things are possible. Deliver us, O oh God. Change our stories. Change our stories. Change our stories, Lord. Let those who laughed at us today and yesterday see us tomorrow and bow their heads in shame because of what you will do. We know you whom we have believed. We ask for patience. You said, Be patient in tribulation. We should patiently endure. You promised us that these things will come. But Lord, you are with us to the end of the times. Grant us, O God, the strength to endure and to hold on and to appreciate this kingdom because we have none except, except this one. We thank you that you do more than we've been able to ask because you are the shepherd of our souls. You are our good shepherd. Tonight, reveal to us when we go back home, Lord, that we have more than we can enjoy in this kingdom. We thank you that we do more. You do more. You do more. We extend this to all those who could not be here. Touch every one of us and let our stories be rewritten because we come to you. We've come to you in Jesus' name. Amen.